Hi, this is Kristen Cabrera, reporter-producer from the Texas Standard. One of the coolest things about working on the show is getting to tell stories from my community, like this one I did on high school UAL Mariachi. But you know, this is Texas. You'd be hard-pressed to go a week without hearing. Dun-dun! Listen anytime to the Texas Standard, wherever you get your podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hello, and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. Do you like that new intro line? Yeah, I'm mixing it up. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week we'll be hearing from Hamilton Lighthouser. But before we get started, I want to remind you that season three of This Song has officially begun, and it's a good one. Last week, we heard from jazz singer Gregory Porter. Next week, we'll hear from Angel Olsen. So you should totally subscribe. We're on the podcast app or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you dig listening to this podcast as much as we dig making it, then please spread the word. Tell a friend or two. And, you know, thank you in advance. Okay, now to Hamilton Lighthouser. You may know him as the lead singer of The Walkman, but he's had quite a prolific solo career. In fact, he just released his third solo record last year. It's called I Had a Dream That You Were Mine, and it's a collaboration with Rostam, who used to play in Vampire Weekend. And we have been digging the record here at KUTX, the radio station where we make this podcast, especially the track in a blackout. I got to speak to Hamilton Lighthouser backstage at Austin City Limits Festival this past October, and he took me back to a pivotal point in his career when he felt the Walkman had hit a creative wall. We were writing records in the Walkman and it was not going very well at the time. I just feel like at the time, maybe I, we, we were a little bit wrapped up and we had been touring to like an amount we really shouldn't have been. Somebody should have been looking out for us, but nobody was. <laughs> Um, and we were just on the road playing so much and it was just a feeling of like, you know, we played really loud, fast paced rock and roll and we were getting very tired of that. It was like what was putting, keeping the lights on in our apartments at the time. So it was kind of a feeling of like, we need to keep up this up-tempo, fast-paced, loud, in-your-face, balls-to-the-wall kind of rock and roll. And it was something that you can sort of get a frantic feeling when you're touring a lot and you're um, playing a lot of concerts. Okay, I was jogging in Central Park in about, I'm going to guess 2006, 2007, and um, somebody had told me to listen to this band, the Fleet Foxes, and I heard a couple songs that sounded good, I wasn't paying that much attention, and that song Ragged Wood came on, and for some reason I had a moment when they had that bass break, and it's that very quiet part, and it comes in with that nice melody on the guitar, where I thought, holy these guys are making such better music than I'm trying to make right now. And this song was so like engaging, but moved so slowly. 
and they have these quiet breaks and they let their like musical ideas slowly build and it just like grabbed me and I thought I want to do that even in life That was the first time I felt like Kit, the younger generation, was really doing something incredible that was beyond my like grasp or I, 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 something that I, I never could have, I never would have thought of. It caught me really off guard as a young band. That was the first time that happened. It's happened many times since, but that was the first time. I, I did have that feeling of like, I'm, you know, I, I got, I got caught up my own wave, and I didn't see the next wave coming. At that time, it may have helped me sort of readjust to think I want to make, I want to be a little more patient with the construction of these songs and the way the songs flow and the record flows. And I think that's actually, I think the timing works out where that was when we made our record, You and Me, which is like our longest, sort of most dynamic and my favorite of all our records. Um, and it has a lot of pacing and uh, it has fast, hard hitting moments. It's got like our song In the New Year is one of our biggest bangers. It also has a lot of like more relaxed, slow going, uh, quieter moments. Take me tonight as I And, and we spent so much time pacing it and so much time making it. And I'm really glad we did because I feel like it, it, it works as like a whole piece. On I Had a Dream That You Were Mine, the 2016 record Lighthouser made with Rostam, there's a lot of space and the songs take so many unexpected turns. But Lighthouser explained it wasn't necessarily intentional. Going into the record, we really had like zero expectations or we didn't even know we were making a record when we started. We were just, we had just become friends recently and written a couple songs together and we thought we would just try it again. And then when we noticed that we both, we work really fast when we were together and uh, every time we start putting these songs together, it just worked so much better when they just had these weird structures and they just never, like verses never repeated and it just went and sort of, unexpected directions and it was like we didn't even like talk about it we just sort of whatever worked we just sort of kept going with it
I, I was so lucky to have grown up with the guys in the Walkman that we were able to stick together and come from like a similar enough place that we could agree on stuff and be friends and work together that's tough and to find someone else that I can be friends with and work together that's you know like a miracle I mean maybe it'll happen again someday but it hasn't happened yet now after a career spent collaborating with other people with the Walkman with Rostam Lighthouser is starting to explore the idea of being an auteur he's writing and recording his latest work by himself though he's still adjusting to that model I have a brand new single that's coming out that I recorded and mixed um, by myself. And I have um, Angel Olsen singing the duet with me. Uh, this is maybe the first song I've ever released where I played everything, except her vocal, obviously. Is it harder to play music to, for other people when you've done it all yourself? This was a little, getting this one out of the shed was a little uh, scary. Like starting to play for people, I would just, you know, I can't imagine if like my wife was gonna be like, what the hell is this? Or, you know, nobody had heard it. And I had it finished for like, you know, six months. And the only person who had heard it was like Angels. allow yourself to go places that you could only go alone i don't know i that's the other thing that you wonder about is like did i get myself out of my comfort zone or did i uh was i just since nobody was poking at me did i fall into my old routines and i think in the end i did i did bring it out of that i saw reach me now because i Swarm on, but they're calling out and they keep me And this is Wild Hunger featuring Angel Olsen, the only song Hamilton Lighthouser has ever released so far that he has written and recorded on his own. I'm glad he brought it out of the shed. And... Like I said, next week we'll be hearing from Angel Olsen on this podcast because that is how we do it. We're all connected, ma'am. And speaking of connected, I actually spoke to Robin Pecknold from Fleet Foxes about how a song written by Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys and sung by Glenn Campbell changed his life. Yeah, you should check it out. You can find it on our archive, on the podcast app, or at KUTX.org. We have over 100 episodes with artists talking about life-changing musical experiences. It's cool. For real. Hamilton Lighthouser is finishing up a North American tour. I'll post a link to his tour calendar so you can see where he's going to be on the show notes page for this episode. And I will also post a Spotify playlist there so that you can listen to all the songs we referenced in this podcast all the way through. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This Song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. And welcome to Erin Waltz. She is the newest This Song intern. She's helping with social media and doing a great job, like with her encouragement. I actually did an Instagram story. 
Jake Perlman recorded this interview. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. And thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. And if you live in Austin, they'll be playing this Saturday, the 18th of November at Empire Control Room with Parliament Funkadelic because they are awesome. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Support comes from Austin Water, helping residents reduce water use while protecting Austin's precious resource during the drought conditions with MyATX Water, providing near real-time water use data, tips, and leak alerts. More at austinwater.org.